0: welcome to the Sewing hope podcast this is a show all about implanting hope in our hearts i'm bill snyder joined by my friend and DeSantis. we're glad you're here for our uplifting conversation about faith and how it sustains our hearts through all the seasons of life thanks for walking with us and good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sewing Hope podcast. I am Bill Snyder. It's great to be with you this morning. Uh, it is a, a beautiful morning, a little chillier out here in the state of Wisconsin, but it's beautiful nonetheless. And uh, I am delighted to be joined, as always, by my co host, Andy Santis. And welcome to the program, and uh, thank you so much for being here on this beautiful morning.
1: Oh, thank you, Bill. I always love Sewing Hope and Tuesday mornings to <laughs> meet great people.
0: Yes. And to talk
1: do. to you. <laughs>
0: it is. It's a lot of fun.
1: We get a chance to it really yes.
0: We get to do this. We get to do this. It's a lot of fun.
1: That's right. And I when just like the advertisement says, it's about bringing hope, right? Sowing hope into broken hearts and Amen. Uh, and sharing stories uh people's faith stories. Now today's a little different, right? Because <laughs> yeah. uh there's no guest. It's just the two of us here, but we have plenty to talk about about our ministries and what's going on and letting people know about the great things that are happening with Patchwork Heart and also with the St. Raymond and Foundation and with Fiat Ministry Network. Say hello to our friends, uh, Kent and Jennifer, who are streaming this on Facebook Live.
0: Yeah, it's it's awesome uh, to be able to have an episode every once in a while to be able to do this, um, where we are able to talk about what's going on in our ministries and talk about how uh, things are going, uh, and what we have to offer people. I think that that's a that's a big thing. Uh, you know, we, we we love talking to guests. We love you know. It's the, I always say it's not about me. You know, the show's not about me. Uh, you know, it's about our Lord. It's about it's about uh, the work He's doing through amazing people. Uh, but but it. But our ministries uh, do do wonderful work, Um, and, you know, between Fiat Ministry Network, uh, the St. Raminatis Foundation, and Patchwork Heart Ministry, we do so much, uh, you know, work in media and uh, in relational ministry that uh, every once in a while, just to kind of stop and pause and think about what um, we're doing and how uh, we can help people, and even um, let people know that we're open to suggestions, we're open to ideas and we want uh to hear from from our listeners. So, uh if you're joining us today, we're going to be talking about uh our ministries and and what we're doing and some some of the things that are coming up on the horizon for uh, uh really this last quarter. It's it's hard to believe we're saying it's the last uh, quarter right. of the month, of the year, but that's where we are.
1: Yeah. And, and in many ways, even though we went through the pandemic, I think the, the year itself has gone pretty fast. I don't know about for you, Bill, maybe for some who are listening or thinking, wow, ma- not for me, you know, yeah, uh, right. being home all the time and things like that. But there, I think there were some hidden blessings there too.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There have been definitely some hidden blessings in all of this. And I think that, um, you know, definitely the fact that these partnerships have, developed between Fiat Ministry Network, uh, the St. Reminades Foundation and, uh, and us Patchwork Art Ministry is just one of the b- biggest hidden blessings and we talk about it all the time off the air, but um, it's one of the biggest hidden blessings in this. Uh, and and honestly, I am chomping at the bit. I can't wait to get out and, and meet people at events and talk to people again, I mean because just because of the excitement that we've built together, Uh, I mean, this is the 65th episode of of our show, uh, which is insane to say that we've done this for, you know, whatever it is, 30 weeks or whatever. I mean, you think about that and it's incredible.
1: It is incredible. And for those who have not heard the story was that Bill invited me to be a guest on his podcast, I guess it was maybe at the very beginning of this year, late 2019, on young catholics respond i make a joke you know i'm not exactly a young catholic but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, a blessing to be on the show and um and then from there i used to be a tv host on another network that was uh, located in southeastern new jersey but during the pandemic with all those restrictions on driving from state to state and things like that since i'm in pennsylvania uh, I didn't get back there again and said to Bill, I'm available if you want to do a podcast. So it was kind of uh, an interesting thing, how God worked there. At first, Bill said, I don't know. I just don't know if I have the time to do anything else. But then when the pandemic hit, you can tell them what all, what happened at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, uh, a few weeks before the pandemic hit, uh, uh, I I was in a minor car accident and um, was unable to <laughs> to do my to do my mm-hmm. ordinary job, um, and so I said uh, to Ann, "Well, I think the Holy Spirit wants to start this, and I don't know what's going to happen in a couple of weeks, but He wants to start this, so uh, I started it, uh, and then uh, right after the the car got <laughs> fixed, uh, the pandemic hit literally." Uh, so that is what happened, and here we are, and uh, the, it's been a, it's been a wonderful blessing, it's been a great blessing, uh, to be able to, I mean, just the number of people that we've encountered and talked to, I mean, we've talked to so many different people on this show, and we've talked about so many great topics on this show, um, and I think that for, for people that are out there you know we, we we talk about this and you know for new listeners if you're t- just tuning into the show or you've maybe listened a couple of weeks we're we're really you know in the mode of t- doing exactly what our show says is sowing hope and it it's it's not that we're not faithful to the magisterium of the Catholic Church i mean we we believe everything that the church teaches um, and we are certainly uh, you know doing our best to be faithful Catholics. But it doesn't mean that we are going to um, just uh, stick to uh, a very rigid line in the Church. We're going to uh, talk with people about their faith journeys. We're going to be talking about to people um, who, who who might not be Catholic, but are... Uh, but our but our faithful christians or um, you know i think we even had, we even had a faithful uh, jewish man on the show um yes. so so it, it, it's about finding the the goodness and the hope in the world during this very difficult year you know uh, and, and and i think that that uh, gives listeners a a different perspective than maybe what is constantly being uh, portrayed out there in Catholic media it doesn't mean that that's bad in fact we consume a lot of that we listen to a lot of that uh, and and we uh, you know both are friends with many people in that realm but I I feel strongly that we also have to reach out beyond just the uh, Catholic circles because if we just keep preaching to the choir <laughs> you know only the choir, Makes it to heaven, and I, and I want a few more other people there besides, besides just the choir in heaven, yes. uh, you know. So, so, it, so if we, you know, that's at least. You know, one of the blessings too that, and and one of the unique things about this show versus uh, some of the many different, uh, you know, we you know, there's men's shows, there's women's shows, there's uh, you know, apologetic shows, there's there's things like uh, you know, call to communion uh, with Dr. David Anders on EWTN, which is an amazing show. Um, but but this is just a little, this is just a little bit different um, in in that regard, and I and I absolutely love it. I, I love the way the Holy Spirit has worked between you and me, and it's been great.
1: It has. I think you described that very well. And I remember a while back you said something that really stuck with me. And as you said, it is not to say in any way, shape, or form that we're not following, quote, church teaching and things like that in the way that we communicate. But you said inspirational first, catechetical second. And, and I think what Bill is saying is that's what our show is really all about. It's about stories, people's lives. It's about being real. It's about communicating what's going on that day, right? What's going on in people's lives and what can they share to bring some hope to others? Uh, we've had some wonderful, very catechetical guests on that topic though, haven't we? Oh yeah. I mean, people who, who are wonderful writers, Catholic writers, um, so that that's been such a blessing, and we continue to invite them on the show.
0: Oh yeah, and you know, but but it's always from the perspective of you know, tell us tell us your faith journey, and tell us your, uh, you know, tell us why we should have hope, and uh, you know, there is reason for our hope in the world right now. There is a reason to have hope, um, you know, even even though we're still in this dark tunnel of the pandemic and the societal unrest. Um, that we're that we're seeing the the racial injustice, you know, and all of the all of the things that we're dealing with as a culture and a society right now, um, you know, we're you know we're looking at this and we're going where's the hope? Well, come to our show and we'll show you where the hope is. Right? Uh, that's
1: the, that's right. That's right. The, our hope. I've heard this before, and I'm sure you have hope is in a person. Yeah. And as Catholics, we, we point to Christ. I mean, he's our model, our teacher, our friend, our savior. And, uh, and, and, and even though every show we might not be talking about what's in the Bible or the catechism, right? Right. Uh, we're talking about how people live that out in their lives and welcoming all kinds of people of faith uh, who, who are doing good things to help to make the world a better place. I mean, that's really what it's all about. So yeah. Yeah. I thank you, Bill because you're always a great co-host and uh, and you have a wonderful story. You know, people haven't heard our stories in a while. I don't know if you, if you want to share, because there's something that we have in common when you look at the word sowing hope into broken hearts. I know that that topic of hearts was something that you and I both talked about when we met and found out that we had something in common
0: Yeah, brought I mean we, us uh, here. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I mean, even the name of my... Our, our our ministry, uh, Patchwork Heart Ministry, uh, it it is a, um, you know, it it it's meant to um, heal broken hearts. That's really what it is meant for. And um, it, I I've told this uh, story several times on many different podcasts and many different forums. Um, and and but but basically, um, I'm a survivor of three open heart surgeries. Uh, it's that simple. And uh, when I was in youth ministry many, many years ago, uh, back in 2012, um, I-, I felt the Lord leading me, wanting me to start a ministry, and I thought He was crazy. Um, I was at a youth conference, and at this youth conference, uh, I-, I was I was there with just a few students, a few really on-fire students, and they... Um, the, the, the conference had a uh, speaker, her name was Mary Bielski, uh, and during that talk, uh, I, I don't remember what her talk was on, but during that talk, I just felt this very tug, like, I want you to start this ministry, and I was like, "You dude, you are really crazy. Like, I just am a simple youth minister, and I really don't want to, you know, start anything, you know, crazy, and it kept bothering me all day. And you know that's the Holy Spirit when it's you know just keeps tugging at your heart and going start this start this start this start this and you're like okay dude just be quiet now <laughs> you know like you you know Holy Spirit I'm done with you and so finally I, I I kind of internally yelled back at the Holy Spirit and I said um I'll tell you what you give me a name I'll start the ministry tomorrow and uh, so with that. It kind of silenced the Holy Spirit for the remainder of, of the afternoon, and I was like, oh, good, I don't have to do this. Uh, but, but on the ride home from the, this conference, the Wisconsin Catholic Youth Rally, I'll give a quick shout-out to Arise Ministries, uh, I was on the ride home with uh, a rosary in my hand, because uh, we would pray the final decade of the rosary. We played four during the conference, and then the final decade on the ride home with the kids in the car— and during the final decade of the rosary, um, <laughs> here I am praying it, and the the name hits me like a two by four. Uh, so you can thank the Blessed Mother, you can thank the Holy Spirit uh, for because it's not my name. I would have never thought of this name, uh, Patchwork Heart Ministry, uh, and uh, it, it stems from the fact that I literally have patches sewn in my heart. Uh, I, I've got I've got plenty of them, and uh, that's. I truly have a patchwork heart. And so that's what happened. I uh, started the website the very next day, and um, it has had many twists and turns over the past eight years, but here we are. Uh, It's now a a 501c3 nonprofit, uh, which we began um, in 2018. And, you know, here we are doing what we feel is. the the Lord's work. And, you know, what's what's incredible is, you know, God always puts people in your path uh, throughout ministry. I remember, uh, what are the odds of meeting somebody with the exact same condition that I had? Uh, I remember one uh, retreat that I didn't want to go on. I really didn't want to go on it. Um, Things were not the way I wanted them to be, but the Lord really wanted me to be on this retreat and speak to young people. And, um, and and give my testimony, and so here I am uh, at this retreat, uh, not wanting to be there, and I I give this testimony that uh, you know of my faith journey and, and my walk and everything, um, which which I've entitled you know God's God's power in a patchwork heart, and um, I, I I give this testimony, I give this talk, and not one but two students. At the end of this talk, come up to me, and they tell me that they've had the exact same heart condition that I've had. And now my condition is super rare. It's like I forget it was like one in every uh, thirteen or fourteen thousand babies has has this condition. So you're <laughs> you're talking about a rare condition, and there's three of us in the room. Uh, no, no wonder Satan was trying to put a uh, a wall in between. You know, me not wanting to go and putting up a big stink and all of those different things with with a with this group of people, and uh, of course that's exactly the reason why Satan didn't want me there because he knew uh, that I would be able to reach that. And you know, here um, just this past year, and you know, I mean, you walk in and uh, we we start having this incredible conversation on on you know young Catholics respond and we find out that you know I find out you've had uh, a heart condition as well and. Uh, you know, there's just something about it when you've lived through it, when you've lived through the pain, the suffering, that you get it. You know, you, you like, you just get it. And uh, so so that's the same thing. It's like, okay, you know what? Even with all the difficulty, okay, I'm driving, I'm doing... The Holy Spirit clears it out, right? He clears the He clears the way. All right, you know what? Uh, here's a pandemic. I'm going to clear your schedule so you can do this show. I'm going to clear the schedule so that you can... You know, do work together. I'm going to clear this schedule, um, and and that is exactly what um, we're doing, right? I mean, that's 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 what we're doing, and it's just an amazing blessing. And uh, to have you doing this show because I know that you you've had that same suffering, that same level of you know, and it's and it's not just physical. There's the emotional aspect of it. There is uh, all of all of those things, and it's. And uh, so there's some level of understanding that even when you're talking with a guest or you're talking with somebody, there's a level of empathy, there's a level of uh, that that you just can't get without having that lived experience. And so uh, it's it's a blessing uh, to to be able to do this. You know, it's just awesome.
1: It is Bill, thank you so much for sharing. I, I always love to hear your story. and you said it so well, and it makes me think of something I heard before that no cross, no crown, you know, and that that that's what when you when you're dealing with some kind of a health condition. I mean, let's face it, we all have all kinds of crosses in our lives. But health, difficulty with health is one of them. And um, first of all, I want to mention that today is my daughter Elaine's birthday. Hey,
0: happy birthday.
1: Uh, Yes, September 29th. My daughter, Elaine DeSantis, she's 24 years old on this day. And uh, she's at work right now, so I don't know if she's hearing this live, but I wanted to definitely make a shout out. Absolutely. Definitely one of the, one of the, if not the best day in my life, right? The the, the (laughs) birth birth of my two two daughters, uh, my Elaine DeSantis. So, but that also leads into the story you were telling about hearts and things like that, because I had my daughter Elaine in 1996 And the childbirth went very well and I was, uh, you know, no, no health problems whatsoever. And when I was pregnant with my daughter, Sean, about six weeks after the pregnancy, after the childbirth, I started to develop symptoms that I didn't know where they were coming from. Uh, And basically those symptoms were a difficulty breathing uh, and also even when you lay down Flat on your back, not having, not being able to breathe and having to use a lot of pillows and things to prop underneath. Didn't know what that was all about, but it started to get worse. And lo and behold, after more than a few doctor's appointments, discovered that it was a heart condition related to uh, after pregnancy. It's called uh, peripartum cardiomyopathy. And as Bill said, your condition was like one in 13,000 this one was about one in 10,000. So it wasn't a very common condition right? and, and ha- didn't have very much to do with uh, heredity or the way that uh, for the most part, the way people take care of themselves and things like that. It's kind of one of those diseases that they just don't know exactly why, how, and what. And, and so that was the big shock for me. But uh, when Bill and I were talking and uh, about our experiences, I, I I understood when it had something to do with the heart. Now, thankfully, you know, I'm in my fifties now, and and it's been uh, more than 20 years since that time, knock on wood, right? I jokingly or bless myself instead <laughs> Yeah. Uh, still been doing very well with my health. Thank God every single day uh, and have had absolutely no issues and was pretty much healed from the condition. Thanks to the sacrament of the sick. And that's when my faith really came alive was receiving the sacrament of the sick and realizing that God was the one who brought me through it and uh continues to give me health. So so grateful and I know you understand that, Bill.
0: Yeah. And you know, I again I think it when you have that, there's a certain worldview that you're able to possess that again, you know, it's not a it's not a common Worldview. I mean, again, you know, we're talking about conditions that are <laughs> that are rare. So, uh, I'm, but I'm also mindful I'm not the only person that's ever suffered in the world. Like, you know, what I mean, and, and and I think that that's a large piece of of it. You know, uh, that that I'm not the only person that that has suffered. You're not the only person that suffered. And I think that that helps us in ministry because you know, m- ministry um, that we do is honestly. You know, Jesus gave us a model, right? He gave us a model um, for for living our faith. And he, he didn't just come down here with a magic wand and eliminate all the suffering in the world. When, when, when he came, he didn't do that. Could, he, could have he done that? Yes, he could have done it. He could have come down here and said, everybody gets a fresh start. But he did something different. And he decided to suffer for us, (laughs) right? And gave us a model of what that looks like. So, he is the perfect, you know, Lamb of God. Should have never needed to suffer, but he chose to suffer and die. And that right there speaks volumes to me about... The little suffering that I have had compared to what he went through, and when we talk to other people about that, that gives us hope because here, here it is: um, somebody comes to you with an issue, a problem, and and no, I may not have experienced the same type of suffering that you have, and you haven't experienced the same type of suffering that I have, right? Um, we, we, we have different types of suffering, but the reality is, is that when we come with our broken heart before one another, and we say, can you help me? Can you give me hope in this situation? Yes. Yes, I can, because I, while I may not have the exact same pain you have, I have experienced that pain. And that's the thing, same thing we can say about Christ. You know, th- thankfully, crucifixion is rare in today's world. You know, we many of many of us uh, there there are some persecuted Christians in the Middle East that have that are being crucified. Yes, absolutely. Um, but but here in America, it's pretty rare that um, we're experiencing crucifixion. And um, but that doesn't mean that that Jesus's um, suffering cannot relate to yours. You know, he. He suffered, and he died the worst possible death for you. And um, I am I am blessed to be able to just share a little fraction of of the cross. I think that's what Saint Paul says in actually one of his letters. Right? If I, I, I I'm not gonna get the letter right right at the moment because I don't have my Bible in front of me. But but what he says I am. I am blessed to be able to share in that tiny fraction of of suffering, um, and in some ways I'm glad that that I didn't just with a magic wand have everything wiped away, because because now I know that Christ has is is with me each and every step of the way. And I think, you know, same thing for you in your situation, Anne. You, like, you know that Christ is with you in that suffering. And no, I haven't been crucified. <laughs> um, Jesus also didn't have open-heart surgery. It wasn't available at the time, you know. But 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 he understands my suffering because his suffering was so much worse than mine.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I make a shout-out to people who are listening because, you know, like you said— Health is one area dealing with heart issues, which you and I have both had in the past. Uh, And there's people who have gone through other types of pain, especially during the pandemic. I mean, you know, it hasn't been easy for many people, many families. So that's what this podcast is all about is, is sowing hope, right? Because we do have so much hope. There is so much good and there's so much positive to focus on. Oh yeah. And it's not the power of positive thinking because we do recognize that faith and our, our you know, you and I are Catholic. That's part of this, you know, who this podcast is. Although we've had people of, of other faiths on this podcast and we continue to to invite them because a lot of people are doing great things. Yeah. To make the world a better place. And that's what it that's what it's all about. So on that topic, Bill.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: On that topic, why don't we talk about the, the great things that are happening between both of our ministries?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, I, yeah, I think we've just uh, had, again, this pandemic has opened up everything, right? It's just opened up um, new ways for us to express our, um, our hope for, for, for the future, for our, our hope in Jesus Christ. And um, so, I mean, I, just to tell you folks that are listening out there right now that we have a—we um, we actually just finished publishing um, it this past weekend. We have a brand new uh, series on Discover Your Mission called 10 Questions About Creation with Hugh Owen, um, and and that's available uh, for everybody. We just finished that up uh, this past Uh, weekend, and a big shout out and thanks to Kent Kowalski for uh, helping uh, film and and organize all of that. Uh, He he did a fantastic job with this month's Discover Your Mission, and um, Hugh is the director of the Colby Center for the Study of Creation, Uh, and he goes through and talks about um, creation, and uh, some of the most asked questions he gets in his role uh, in, in the Colby Center uh, for Creation, and it's a fascinating, fascinating mission uh, to get to know where we come from. And uh, he was also on Young Catholics Respond this past Friday, uh, past Thursday, and he has an amazing story, so if you go to our podcast feed, you'll want to listen to Hugh Owen's story, um, and then If you're really still intrigued by it, uh, you know he has. It's it's almost uh, three hours long, uh, just a little bit over three hours actually. um, About ten questions um, on creation, and his story is fascinating. His journey is fascinating. uh, The Holy Spirit is truly a part of his life, um, and as with everybody on that platform, I mean, uh, it's just an incredible way to um, to encounter uh, the, the, the love of God in your life and to be challenged to simply discover your mission. So, uh, check out the series. It's patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry, uh, is where you can get it. Um, and yeah, his, his story is absolutely fascinating. Um, so quite, quite cool.
1: I'll admit I didn't see it yet, Bill, but I'm really excited about that one. So thank you for the, for the, uh, invitation because I'm a part of it too. Yeah. And and I love it. And I can't say enough good about the Discover Your Mission series. So again, as Bill said, you just go to patreon.com and then it's under Patchwork Heart Ministry. So yep. please do. Please do. And I think he'd be a great guest on here. I have to reach out to him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hugh Hugh um, his his story is fascinating. I don't, I, don't wanna, I don't want to I don't want to tell you his story because I want you his sto- I want his story to shine through in his in his words. Um but yeah, he, you know, one of the things I think, especially in, in this time, is we have to remember, um, you know, who created us and, and why we were created, right? Like, I mean, that's one of the big things in our, in our society. What is our purpose? And it begins with why we were created. You know, it, we, we didn't just evolve from, you know, some, some swamp. You know, it just, it just didn't, it didn't happen. You know, uh, we didn't we didn't develop from an amoeba to a complex person that we are today. Like that, that didn't happen. There is a, there is a design. There is a creation. We were created for, for somebody. To know somebody, to love somebody, to serve somebody, and that somebody is God, right? <laughs> the triune God, that we worship, and so I just think that's so important. And and I'm so excited to have somebody with Hugh's credentials who has spent, you know his life, literally his life, doing this work. Um, so that, that's awesome.
1: It's very good news, too, because people challenge that. You know, in so-called intellectual people challenge that whole idea that we were created by someone for a purpose, right? So yeah. I like the fact that you invited him.
0: Yeah, and, and folks, uh, you know, I, I want you to look at this, the fact that um, this is three, like... This is three hours long. <laughs> this is three hours long, uh, and and the fact that it is that long, uh, he comes at it from the perspective of science. He comes at it from the perspective of um, of the Bible. Like he comes at it from multiple perspectives, so that um, you can understand that that there is reason for science to back up our faith, not. Debunk our faith, like, like that's that's the big difference. Like, you know, we we can talk about this. Science just does not debunk uh, our faith; it actually supports and proves it. Um, so that is that. If you are an intellectual, if you are an intellectual person listening to this, and you're skeptical about, oh, is this all real? Listen to this program, watch this program, uh, subscribe to this program. I, I I guarantee you it's it's worth the um uh, it's worth the the twenty five dollars a month to get this and all the other missions that are part of the Discovery Mission series. Uh so 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 please again it's very simple pat, patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry. ministry. But Anne, what do you have going on? What is uh, some of the things that you have going on at the St. Raymond and Addis Foundation? I know you've always got those great podcasts, but tell us what else you have going on there.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for that invitation. Well, first of all, I'd like to invite people to go to our website and subscribe if you would. And right on the front page there, there's a little uh, subscribe to our newsletter. It's, it's nonazis.org is the website, and we were formed through a religious order through the Mercedarians. And, you know, they've been guests on this podcast many, many times, and we're so grateful to them. Uh, and you can learn about them at their own website at orderofmercy.org. And what we were founded to do, and our tagline is that we offer spiritual accompaniment for families in crisis. And we've done a lot of work to help families affected by divorce and separation. And we also have had many guests on our podcast with all kinds of topics to do with families in crisis, things to do with uh, anti-pornography and human trafficking and pro-life. So go to uh, our website and also subscribe to our own YouTube channel, if you would. And the name of that YouTube channel is Philly, no, not us, Philly, like, like Philadelphia. (laughs) So uh, I I would appreciate them to do that. Um, Bill, if I could tell them about two conferences that are coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Are going to be really fantastic. I'm so excited to be a part of it. One is a conference with Rose Sweet. She is a national Catholic speaker and author and Christopher West, none other than Dr. Christopher West. Uh, we'll be doing uh, a retreat, an online retreat with Smart Catholics. All you need to do is go to smartcatholics.com/after-divorce, because the, the the retreat itself is for those who have been affected by divorce and separation. And it's going to be October 10th and 11th. I will be a speaker for that conference because. Uh, I'm not divorced. <laughs> I've uh, actually been married to my husband, Angelo, for 31 years, going on 32 next year. And I, But I'm the adult child of divorce. So I'm going to give a talk for this retreat, or I should call it a conference, not a retreat, uh, on uh, tips for healing as, as an adult child of divorce. So it is free to sign up. And there's also options for you to be a part of the community just to pay $10. That's it. That's it. And some other 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 options to expand your ability to download and be a part of this community. But like I said, again, it's just smartcatholics.com slash after hyphen divorce. So please do sign up, let your friends know about it. And then Bill, I want to tell them also that I'm going to be leading a conference at the end of November, and I think you already know about this.
0: Yes, absolutely, and you know, the cool thing about this is that we're uh, both going to be doing conferences with Smart Catholics uh, that are kind of kind of be building on one another. Uh, So yeah, you're up first though, Anne, so uh, talk a little bit about yours.
1: Yes, I'll talk about mine, and then I can't wait for them to hear about yours too. So Bill and I are both doing uh, conferences in, mine's November, and that's November 27th and 28th, when I say mine, I mean not me and DeSantis. The St. Raymond onatus Foundation will be running this conference through Smart Catholics. The name of the conference is uh, God is Mercy. And Pope Francis is coming out with a new encyclical pretty soon. So our reflections will be on the mercy of God with, through the charism of our Holy Father. And I have some wonderful guests that are going to be a part of it. Uh, There's so many, I can't even name all of them, so I won't do it. But please do keep an eye, and it will be on the Smart Catholics website. We haven't uh, developed the the landing page yet, so I'm not going to give you that. But I will say just go to smartcatholics.com in the coming weeks, and please keep an eye. (laughs) Or just stay on my website, because I'm going to give also all the details there at nazis.org. Now you tell them about yours because I'm really excited about that one too.
0: Yeah, so I mean, in December, I think it's December. Uh, pulling up the calendar here real quick so we get the dates right. But uh, I believe it's December nineteenth, twentieth. Uh, we're gonna be doing a conference as well on Emmanuel. We're gonna be talking about uh, the coming of Jesus, right? Uh, and and it's the last Sunday um, in Advent. Uh, that's when the conference the last Saturday and Sunday in Advent. Uh, so that way, it can prepare your heart for Jesus to come in uh, to to your heart afresh and anew and alive uh, on on Christmas. So we're we're really excited about being able to provide this. You know, I mean, when we talk about our ministry and about uh, sowing hope into broken hearts, when you really think about what uh, Jesus did, that's what it really comes down to. Jesus, especially Christmas time, Jesus stepped down, left heaven, right and came in to the world that was shattered and broken and beaten up. <laughs> and he stepped down, and he came and said, I am going to redeem you. And, and he did it in a way that was not expected, that was unorthodox. And so that's what we're going to talk about during this conference, is the, you know, the fact that Jesus came down... In and willingly sacrificed himself, willingly suffered for us. Um, the he suffered the human condition for us. Right? I mean, like when you think about that, right there, that's mind blowing. <laughs> that's my point. God, you know, we're the only we're the only uh, faith on the planet. We're the only religion on the planet, <laughs> Christian faith, that believes that their God would willingly take on human flesh. (laughs) Like, when you think about that, that's mind-blowing. Willingly, I am going to be... I am going to... I love these people so much that I am going to become one of them. (laughs) Right? I am going to take on this. And I am going to not only just take it on, I am going to take it on in the lowest, the poorest possible way, (laughs) the way Jesus did. He didn't come in as a rich king. He came in as a poor servant of the people, a poor innocent child, right? He grew up in relative obscurity and then for three years burst on a scene and redeemed people redeemed the entire world. And you know, this this is what our faith is all about. And when you when you look at it big picture, when you're able to step back and look at it big picture and and, and think about Christmas in that way, which is what we're going to do. Think about, you know, Jesus as Emmanuel, as the the God who saves us. Like that's what we as human beings need in this time to reflect on. And it's also what we need in um, all times to keep in the, in our mind. Jesus is our Savior. He is our way. He is our truth. He is our life. You know, he doesn't say in, in the Bible that he is a way. He is a truth. He is a life. He is the. There is one way. And uh, there is not multiple ways. So... Uh, that's what we're going to be focusing on I'm excited to focus on it I know Ann, I'm gonna have you be a, a presenter for that conference as well so it's going to be a lot of fun I know we're going to kind of crisscross these these two um, and, yeah. and and cobra and them so I'm excited I'm excited about it because uh, again uh, you know our, our missions line up so well uh, that it's it's just advantageous for us uh, to do that and it's advantageous for our listener base and our viewer base um, to to encounter that so super excited.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Bill. And again, it's at smartcatholics.com where these two conferences are going to be held November 28th, 29th, and also, I think you said December uh, 19th. Uh,
0: 18th. Uh, 19th, yeah, I guess 18th, 19th, 20th, right? Uh, is 18th, 19th, yeah, 20th. It's yeah.
1: Saturday and the Sunday. Yeah. So please do check that out. Yeah. And it's about, you know, it, it's very personal. It, you know, your relationship with God is very, very personal. It's, it's, God isn't far away. He's very close. And if anything, when we do things like this podcast or these conferences is it's an invitation uh, to you, to you, for your, for your faith, to, to love God, to serve him, to know him. Uh, You know, I know that you and I, Bill, we interview and talk to a lot of people who have made their ministries, their work too. Yeah. And everybody has to put food on the table. And provide for their families and and things like that but you know i know that you and i agree on this one thing and that's that it's not about that it's about the 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 people it's about making the outreach and caring about the people that we're communicating with about the friends that we're making along the way i believe that god's going to provide either way yeah and i know you do too yeah. So we can't get obsessed about promoting ourselves or promoting uh you know our personalities or or who we are as humans, right? Because God made us and everything that we are is because of him, not because of ourselves. Yeah. And I know that that's one thing that you and I both agree on, Bill, yeah, is that we try to make this more of a, a real personal uh mission. I'll just give you an example. I was communicating with someone who reached out to me because they wanted to be a guest on this podcast and they sent the email and they were shocked that I myself was the one that looked at the calendar and picked the date. They said, I thought it would be one of your people. <laughs> and I said, no, there's the one of my people is just, you know, it's Bill and I, that's it. You know, I mean, you, you when you communicate with us, uh, right now at this point, it's you're, you're communicating with either either you or I bill. Right. right. I mean, yeah,
0: I don't have people. <laughs> I don't have I don't have any people. I mean, folks. You know, this is a really real <laughs> ministry. Uh, I have I have some great friends that you know, like Ann. You know, you you know, <laughs> but we both share this stuff. I mean, you know, um, this is not a uh, yeah. And and you know, something in there you said that really struck me is that you know, God. Here's the thing, and and this is another really great line. I'm going to steal it from uh, Deacon Ralph Poyo, uh, where I where I heard it from. But you just said it, Ann. It's that you know. God will provide, you know, we have forgotten in in our society, especially as men, we have forgotten that God is the provider. Men are not providers. We cannot provide anything. You know, when you look at going back to creation now, you know, God provided everything that we need. He provided creation for us, right? So, yes, we are fallen, we're a sinful, you know, people, and we have to work (laughs) to, um, you know harvest God's provisions but we but we are not um, the providers we are not the creators right so uh, God will provide for us and you know he always comes through. we especially as men have to be the protectors right we we have to be the ones that protect creation, that protect God's people. Um, and, and, and women likely also have to have that aspect of nurturing and, uh, and also protecting life and protecting uh, their, their, their family, too. But, but, it's, but it's not that we are to be providers. God is the provider, and um, so our ministries are not about us, you know, our ministries are not about us. Uh, I, I, I don't have Bill Snyder Ministries. That's not that's not who I am. You know, uh, and if I was pointing to Bill Snyder Ministries, I would be going. <laughs> I, 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 the, the ministry would have tanked by now. You know, uh, so it would have tanked after the first two minutes. So I, I really encourage you all to to. to um, Take a look at the things that we're doing because uh, it's not about us. You know, I I try and deflect as much attention as I can away from myself, uh, even when I'm telling my story. That I'm telling it f- for the benefit of others, not not for me. You know, you know, God God doesn't give you you know conditions and, and issues and problems in your life so that so that um, you 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 turn into a. Somebody who's drawing attention to yourself, or you know, somebody needs to wallow in your self pity. That's not. That's not why God gives you the difficulty. God gives you the difficulty so that he, so that he can shine his goodness through the difficulty, even if it's a present difficulty. He can shine his his goodness through the difficulty, and and then it ends up uh, impacting others' lives because he is working through you in the difficulty in your life, in the sorrow, in the pain, in the struggle. He is working through you to to show his goodness, and yeah, it might stink. (laughs) It's horrible. You don't like it. But God is working through you in that that suffering to bring about um, restoration and healing in other people's lives. And so that's the reason why we do what we do, Um, and I know that's the reason why you guys do what you do, uh, at the St. Raymond Nonatas Foundation, and quite honestly, that's the reason why everybody, and I know we don't have Kent here this morning, um, but that's the reason why Kent does what Kent does at Fiat Ministry Network, and, uh, Jennifer does what Jennifer does at Fiat Ministry Network, because, um, you know, know, knowing their, knowing their stories, knowing their, um, beautiful witness that they, that they have, man. Uh, that's the reason why we do what we do, and it's the reason why God, during this pandemic, <laughs> has said, "I want all of you three to get to know each other really well, uh, because because I've got big plans for you, and um, they're my plans, they're not yours." <laughs> so that it's awesome.
1: It really is, and I just want to make that shout out again because it, we are now on Fiat Ministry Network right now on Facebook Live. I say hi to everybody who's listening there. And Jennifer Sinclair and Kent Kohoski, who's the founder, he's the founder of Fiat Ministry Network. Jennifer's doing great work all the time to streaming all the shows on Fiat Ministry Network. So, Jennifer, we appreciate you so much. I know you have a wonderful faith story, and so does Kent uh, so we're we just so grateful to you for being a part of what we do every single week when when Sewing Hope is on. Because we're on every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and also Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. But you can always listen to the on-demand because it's on YouTube at Patchwork Heart Ministry. And, of course, you can go to Fiat Ministry Network all the time and, and find it, find the the MP4 version uh, and the, and the audio there too.
0: Yes, uh, but yeah, no, this has been so much fun today, and and um, you know this has been a great show, uh, and I think you know it. You it, it's always nice to be able to do this every like you know every, <laughs> every quarter or so, be able to step back and not uh, and not have a guest on and just and just talk our faith and talk uh, ministry updates and talk about um, the many different things we have going on, and and uh, it's just a pleasure to be able to do that uh, with you this morning. And, uh, we look forward to, um, uh, another great faith story coming up on Thursday with Victoria Clarizio. Uh, she's got a phenomenal faith story. Uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun to have her on.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for that show too.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and folks, you know, uh, please reach out to us. Please connect with us, right? Please reach out. Please connect. Um, we, we would love it if you would do that. Um, you know, we, we have an email. Uh, our email at Patchwork Heart Ministry is very simple. It's uh, info, I-N-F-O, at patchworkheart.org. You know, you you just email us and sell, say hello. Uh, we, we we love to get your prayer requests, too. I mean, both Ann and I uh, spend a lot of time during the week uh, messaging back and forth and on the phone, uh, and we're always praying with one another, of uh, for one another and, and for our listeners, quite frankly. So, uh, you know, if you have certain prayer requests or certain things that you want, uh, just email us, uh, you know, suggestions for the show, uh, guests, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit has been so wonderful during this time, uh, that He has opened up a lot of different doors. We've been talking to people that, um, I never thought I'd get the chance to, uh, be on the same Zoom room with, uh, so, uh, we're, we're really excited about, um, they're really, really excited about, uh, you know, where things are going. But yeah, if you got certain re- uh, prayer requests or, uh, you know, you got uh, some some suggestions for the show or suggestions for our ministry, you just have questions on how to connect with us more, um, please, please go and um, email us at info at patchworkheart.org, and uh, let them know how you can get in touch with the St. Raymond and Otis Foundation and you as well.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, our website is nonatis.org. And right on the front page there, you can subscribe and, and become a part of our ministry, receiving updates. And I just want to mention that right now with the pandemic that we're offering free spiritual consultation appointments. Uh, it, it's, it's not counseling or therapy or, or, you know, psychology. It's basically spiritual consultation with one of our Mercedarian friars. Uh, and or myself, so you can make an appointment by just going to our website, and there's a link right there. So please reach out if you have friends that are going through some kind of of crisis. You know, pastors are busy, churches are very busy. They don't always have time to meet with every single parishioner who has issues or, or questions or problems. So that's what we're there for. Uh, we have listening ear, guided by the teachings of the church. I'll even give you my email address if somebody wants to jot it down. It's director.srnf at gmail.com. And again, those letters are S-R-N as in Nancy, F as in Frank at gmail.com. Reach out to me and I can give you some information about when we can make an appointment with a friend of yours, with yourself, and just let you know that we're there. And we do this all complimentary. So we look forward to hearing from you.
0: Awesome. And this has been so much fun today. Thank you so much for uh, being here as always. It's so much fun to have this show and uh, and and have you as my co-host. So thanks so much.
1: Thank you, Bill.
0: All right, folks. Well, uh, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Sewing Hope podcast. And for all of us at Fiat Ministry Network, the St. Raymond Nonadas Foundation, and Patchwork Heart Ministry, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart and sewing hope into broken hearts. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sewing Hope on Patchwork Heart Radio. For more information about this podcast and our ministries, visit our websites, patchworkheart.org and andysantis.com. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at Ministry or andesantis 2